So okay guys, so let's get straight into the current affairs. According to the data provided by the Ministry of Home Affairs, there is an increase of 72% in the year 2019 of the cases under Unlawful Activities Prevention Act when compared to the 2015 year census. In 2019, the highest number of such cases were registered in Manipur, followed by Tamil Nadu, Jammu and Kashmir, Jharkhand and Assam. The highest number of arrests in the same year was made in Uttar Pradesh, followed by Manipur, Tamil Nadu, Jammu and Kashmir and Jharkhand again. However, only 2.2% of cases registered under the UAPA between 2016 to 2019 entered in convictions by a court. The government has declared 42 organizations as terror organizations and listed their names in their first schedule of UAPA. So cases under the UAPA is investigated by the state police and the national investigation agency. So in this UAPA cases, getting a bail is very rare and the investigation agency should should file a charge sheet within 180 days. As far as the National Investigation Agency is concerned, so far 48 special courts have been constituted across the country for the speedy trial of terror-related cases. The Parliament Standing Committee on Rural Development has submitted a report to the center uh, recommending the center to increase the pensions provided for poor senior citizens, widows and disabled persons. It also told that its recommendations have been made for two years regarding the pensions and Ages, but still there was no increase or no step was taken by the central government. It also told that uh, it recommends only the amount of rupees ranging from 200 to 500 under the National Social Assistance Program. The panel also slammed the Department of Rural Development for its delays and disparities in the payment of wages and unemployment allowances under the flagship Yemenrega scheme. Another issue it flagged the Yemenrega was the disparity wages in different states, that is, each state has a different amount of wages under the Yemenrega scheme. So this was also slammed by the Parliament Standing Committee. So let's see something about the National Social Assistance Program. So this National Social Assistance Program is for assisting the people such as old age people, 
widows and physically challenged people. And this particular scheme is under the Ministry of Rural Development. Okay. And the next thing is regarding this, there is an article also called as the Article 41 of the Constitution of India, which is under the Directive Principles of the State Policy, which states that others. State should provide assistance to the old age people, widows, physically challenged, unemployed people within which the state can afford with its economic capabilities. Rupees 200 to 500 a month for senior citizens in BPL households. Rupees 300 to 500 a month for widows aged over 40 in PPL households. Rupees 300 a month for persons aged 18 to 79 with severe or multiple disabilities in PPL households. For family benefits, rupees 20,000 upon the death of a bread. In a age 18 to 59 in BPL households, and another we have the Annapurna scheme also that is providing 10 kg of food grains per month for senior citizens who are not receiving any pension. The US Secretary of the State is planning to ask the UN to convene a meeting of foreign ministers of Russia, China, India, Iran, Afghanistan and the US to discuss a unified approach on Afghanistan. Although India is included in this process, India is still not satisfied with the United States of America's uh, policy on this conflict. The Supreme Court of India has asked that why it has not still set up the environment regulator to oversee the green clearances which it had ordered the government in 2011 in the Lafarge mining case. The court had asked the center to appoint a national regulator for appraisal projects, enforcing environmental conditions for approval and also for imposing penalties on polluters. The court had explained the need for an independent regulatory mechanism also. The Indian government has told its state oil refiners to have a diversification in oil imports from the countries other than the West Asian countries to reduce its dependency on the West Asian countries. This is a result of the decision of the OPEC countries to still have a production cut. And to your knowledge, India is the third the largest oil importer in which its imports of about 84% are crude oil. 
and also in that 60% is from the west asian countries which is way more cheaper than from the west and in this imports of oil iraq and saudi arabia are the predominant imports of oil importers for india and because of this huge oil hikes there is a unstable economic activities inside india so india has decided to uh, to import oil from a country called guyana and the indian oil corporation has also decided to renew its oil imports from russia